Well, hello and welcome to the first podcast by Litchfield Lifestyles. My name is Richie Litchfield and I'm the host of Litchfield Lifestyles. Now, Litchfield Lifestyles is an online video blog or vlog, as some people like to call it, and it covers quirky travel and lifestyle with a little bit of an LGBT plus perspective thrown in for good measures. Now, if you want to take a peek, all you need to do is visit the website and you can get there by just tapping in www.litchfieldslifestyles.com or you can visit my YouTube channel, which, guess what, it's under the same name. Now, in today's podcast, I'm talking about one of my favourite places to visit and also one of my favourite sitcoms, Benidorm. Now, I'm absolutely thrilled that the YouTube video that I made, which was just under a year ago, and it covered all the sort of like locations used in the actual TV show, it's been really well received, and it's actually proven quite a big hit, so I'm delighted about that. This podcast is a short walking tour of some of the locations used in the sitcom Benidorm, and we're going to start this at Benidorm Palace, which can be found on the Av Dra Severo Okawa. I don't really think I pronounced that right. I always thought it was called the Avenue Dr. Savaro Ochoa. Um, anyway, it's, uh, just ask the taxi driver for the Benidorm Palace or ask one of the locals if you are walking. So Benidorm Palace, Mel, one of the characters, actually declared his undying love to Madge here and both of them performed an acrobatic routine which was absolutely amazing. I actually don't think it was those characters actually doing that, it was obviously stunt people, but it was really great to watch. Now it's absolutely fantastic, I actually love this building, it's, it glistens in the sunlight and it looks so impressive against the mountain range behind. Uh, they've got some fantastic shows on here, some review shows, comedians. Uh, I do recommend if you are visiting Benidorm uh, to pop in the Benidorm Palace and pick up a What's On guide. And if there's anything you want to see, pop in and uh, see it. They also do meals there. There's a bar. It's a really good, really good night out. Okay, so right behind Benidorm Palace, if you just uh, poke your head around the corner into the car park area, you'll see the Benidorm Circus. Um, this was actually used in uh, a couple of the episodes and one I remember is with Joyce and Matteo and the crew. Um, they brought some of the guests of the Solana to the circus to keep them occupied, um, only to be met by the drunken clown Bean, who's been in a few of the episodes too. Uh, he, he actually ended up saving the day. So once you've seen the Benidorm Circus, and by the way, if you do want to get tickets here, you can do so by visiting their website, or if you go down in the early evening, uh, the box office will be open. If you walk now back to the main road, and if you look across from the Benidorm Palace, uh, you'll see an abstract looking pink building with a large circle cut out for the doorway. Now this is actually called the Pink House, and it was used as a production hub for the cast and crew. Now this is where the production management for the TV series would be based during shooting. Later on in the programme, they converted the downstairs area to the Solana reception and bar area. You would often know when they were actually filming here because uh, there'd be great big massive lights positioned on cranes, which would be right outside the door, blaring light through the large circle into the actual bar area. Um, this was actually to create a daylight effect 
Right, so once you've actually uh, had a look through there, you can't actually get to it because there's a, a glass sort of uh, fence going all the way around it, but you might be able to see just inside. So now what we're gonna do is we're going to head into town. So with your back to the pink house, uh, cross over the road and walk back past the Benidorm Palace. So you should be on the same side of the road as the Benidorm Palace. And just as a point of interest, uh, the number 10 bus uh, goes from uh, just outside the pink house actually, and it heads up to Altea. And that's where lots of the cast and uh, some of the crew actually stayed uh, during most of the actual series. It's definitely worth taking a trip up to Altea. Uh, and I've actually made a little bit of a uh, blog or a vlog about it and you can check that out on the YouTube channel. I'll also put a link in the description below. On the bus itself it costs around about just under £2 um, and it takes about 30 minutes to get there. It's relatively quick, it's about 4 or 5 miles. So if you keep walking down the hill um, and you'll see a pharmacy on the right hand side. It's not that far from the uh, uh, showboat pub. Now, if you take a right at the Ave de Cidad Real, uh, just a few yards down, uh, you'll see the Buena Vista Apartments. Now, these are located right at the rear of the Levante Hotel. Now, I've stayed in these apartments a few times now, and I actually didn't realize that they actually used the uh, foyer area, um, the reception area on the ground level, um, in the earlier series of Benidorm, as the reception area for the Solana Hotel. And I stayed there all this time and I didn't even know. Uh, but yeah, they're great little apartments. Um, I, say, I say cheap and cheerful. Um, lovely balconies on the top. Uh, got a nice pool and an indoor pool and a jacuzzi as well. So it's, uh, it's fantastic, I love it there. So do check out the update vlog on YouTube channel for the pictures and all the links um, that I did on the Buena Vista apartments. I'll put the link in the in the description below. Okay, so now you need to get back onto the main road where you just came from and uh, walk right. So you're going past the Levante Hotel, a beautiful hotel, and continue down the hill uh, till you get to the red line on the corner. Now, if you do fancy a cheeky one, by all means, pop in there. What they do is they actually put these stickers on the Euro coins um, uh, with the red line on. And you think they actually look real. They look really real, but you can peel them off if you want as well. I think it's great marketing. So right opposite the red line is a Chinese buffet. And they do a really good Chinese buffet in, in here. Now, I was actually sitting in the red line myself and I was looking across the road and I was thinking, I'm sure that was actually used as the exterior shop for Mr. Wu's Chinese Buffet in the actual sitcom. I'm not 100% sure about this because I think they used a few CGI effects to change the actual uh, look of it, but it does kind of look similar. So um, if you know for definite, please do let me know. Please write a comment if you can and put it below. And uh, if, uh, if I'm correct, please also let me know as well, because I'm, I'm interested to know. Uh, by the way, I'll tell you this now, but I've got a map of this walking tour, which is available to download free charge. Uh, now, I've put a link below in the description. Now, if there isn't a link here, uh, do check out the Literal Lifestyles YouTube channel. And uh, if you go to the Benidorm location tour, you'll find a link in the description below that. Okay, so moving on, if you keep walking down the hill, uh, you'll eventually reach the indoor market. Now you get some real bargains here. 
including getting your feet eaten off by <laughs> killer fish. Now I'm only joking, this is where I first sort of experienced the fish pedicure thing for the first time. Um, I've got to say I didn't particularly enjoy the experience. It was, and it felt like putting my feet into a box full of mice. Oh, it was some shivers down my spine. I can't even think about it now. I actually did make a YouTube video, and if you want to watch that as well, you can find that on the YouTube channel. So if you carry on walking just past the indoor market, if you take a right on the Calais Girona, and if you just walk down a few metres, um, you'll see the uh, hotels coming up on the right-hand side and you may see a human statue of a lady covered in white paint. Well, say hi from me. She doesn't move. Uh, she sits there most days and literally doesn't move for hours. Uh, that would actually drive me nuts. I mean, how can you do that? You need to stand up and stretch and, and uh, move a little bit, but she sits there for hours on end. She's obviously got some sort of discipline there. So she normally sits with her back to the wall area of the Sol Pelicanos Ocos Hotel. And you'll see this, it's on the right hand side as you walk down the Count de Girona. It's one of the first hotels you'll come to. Uh, now this was used as a setting for the Solana Hotel in the actual sitcom. If you go into the actual hotel and you walk to the pool area, you'll actually see the swim-up bar and areas used for the pool scenes. Now, you might have to ask to have a look, as they do have security there. However, guests from outside, or when I actually visited Benidorm, you were allowed to actually go to the bar inside and buy drinks, but you could only sit in the courtyard area. But we did ask one of the security if we could just have a quick look and they let us. So if you've got any doubts, just check with reception or security. Uh, better to be safe than sorry. Don't want you thrown out on the street. So now, if you cross over the road from the Sol Pelicanos Ocos Hotel, uh, if you look across, you should see a large pirate ship which dominates the street corner. Now this is called Morgan's Tavern and was used as the Solana Bar nightclub in the series. I love this place. And it gets very popular in the evenings. They've got great tribute acts, and I particularly like the Lady Gaga tribute, the Sister Act one, also Queen, there's loads, there's Madonna. Uh, you've also got to see another fellow vlogger and singer from one of the series, uh, Asa Elliott. So if you're listening, Asa, you can plug me too, babes, fair's fair. Uh, anyway, Benidorm has got loads of great tribute acts, and also original acts too, and I definitely recommend one particular um, called Pablo Bloom. He's fantastic. He's sort of like a singer, a comedian, an all-round entertainer. And if, if you can, try and uh, visit him during your visit. He plays in most venues along the sort of uh, strip. Okay, so now, if you cut around the back of Morgan's Tavern, Neptune's Bar, uh, and you head to the seafront, uh, here you will see the landscape of skyscrapers facing the beach. Now, in the opening titles of Benidorm, you'll see shots of these buildings in the actual title sequence. Now, if you look out to sea, you'll see Peacock Island, also known as Benidorm Island. Uh, this is where Joyce and Monty got married. Now, to get to the island, you're going to have to take a boat. And to get a boat, you have to go to the marina and speak to one of the uh, very friendly, I'm being sarcastic, tour operators. 
If they don't have enough people, they'll abruptly tell you to go away, but they tend to run tours every day throughout the summer, quite regularly. In the winter, it all depends on numbers. Now the island is a nature reserve and it's got nesting birds on it, so you have to be careful where you actually walk. And when you look at the island from the mainland and you walk along the prom, it actually looks like it's following you. Now, I can remember winding my friend Chris up by telling him it was really a raft that got towed up and down the coast. And for about 30 seconds, he actually believed me. Benidorm has got two main beaches and is divided by the old town. Now, the beach behind the Morgan's Tavern is Levante Beach, and this is about a mile long. Now this is the more commercial of the two beaches as the promenade has bars and shops catering for the tourists. The other beach uh, next to the marina, that's called Poignetti Beach. Now both are long beaches and popular when the weather is hot. Now if you're looking out to sea at the island from Levante Beach and you look to the buildings on the far left, you'll see a series of shops and cafes. Now one of these was actually used as Mel's mobility shop in the sitcom. Also, if you look out, you may see a raft-like structure with cables on it. This is the cable ski, and it's where Jacqueline got dragged off by a loose rope, and she got dragged off by the, uh, the cable ski right along the uh, seafront. All over Benidorm, you'll see the cross which overlooks the town and shines down at night. If you haven't yet spotted this, it can be found on the top of the mountain on the left of the beach above Mel's mobility shop. Now the cross was featured within the programme and it's where Donald, Jacqueline, Kenneth and Troy all visited at times to scatter ashes of the deceased. Now the cross location does actually in real life get used by many to scatter ashes and if you do take a trip up to the cross you'll actually notice lots of makeshift memorials to people's loved ones. People write on pebbles, using marker pens, um, their, their loved ones names and they put them down underneath. So you can actually walk up to the cross it takes about an hour. Now make sure in the hot weather uh, you take up some water and some sun cream as uh, you won't pass any shops en route and there's nothing at the top as we found out, not even an ice cream van. A taxi up to the cross, which is the easiest option, uh, costs about seven euro and if you arrange it with the driver they can actually wait for you while you get some photos of the impressive views all over Benidorm and the mountains. Okay, so now it's time to head to the Old Town, which is the other end of the promenade. So if you look right, uh, so if you actually walk down with the buildings on your right hand side and the sea on your left, you're walking in the right direction. Now you have to walk right to the end as far as you can go and it's just gonna take you about 30 minutes if you're at an average speed. Now do watch out for those pesky mobility scooters on the way, I hate them. Um, Benidorm actually started to get a bit of a negative reputation for mobility scooters uh, and the council have actually clamped down on the amount on the actual streets. Seriously, I'm not joking, some people have no manners on them and they'll drive them at you and expect you to jump out of the way. Now this was becoming a bit of a problem so the hire companies will now only hire if you're in seriously, well if you're in serious need of them um, but not if you just can't be bothered to walk anywhere. Some people use them as like taxis so they can get from one end of the beach to the other. Uh, that's kind of all stopped now or it's been clamped down on. 
So maybe the whole mobility scooter thing actually inspired Darren Litton, the writer of Benidorm, to actually come up with a grumpy Madge character for the sitcom who spent most of her time sitting on her ass in a mobility scooter smoking ciggies. Now once you get to the old town, you need to weave your way up around the narrow streets towards the church. Now just keep going up, up, up. Uh, the old town is where you'll find the main shopping area of Benidorm, so shops like Zara. Uh, it's full of tiny alleyways, full of the most fabulous tapas bar. Um, and also it gets very bustling at night, especially for the LGBT plus community. It's got lots of bars and clubs catering for that community. Now the old town really does have something for everyone. Kenneth, the character in the series, uh, spent many nights in the old town in the programme and Matteo got mistaken as a prostitute while uh, supporting Leslie on a date. Now the amazing viewing platform, which is called the Balco de Mediterranean, looks like a wedding cake and it was turned into a restaurant for the oracle's date with leslie now this is where we first kind of got introduced to the character of leslie so walking around benidorm you're going to see many sites used in the series the program makers really did do the town justice in my opinion it was thanks to the program that i actually myself decided to visit the resort as it was never on my to-do list before i actually saw the show um, now, I'm going to stop the tour here for now and let you have a breather and get some refreshments. If you like mojitos, I recommend the mojito bar up on the terrace near the Balco de Mediterrane um, and it's near the giant cannon as well. They've got a huge variety of mojitos, different flavours to choose from and they're absolutely delish and very Moorish. Uh, now, I hope you've enjoyed my first podcast. It's kind of a tester for others that I'm actually going to be producing in the future. Please do subscribe to the podcast and also check out the YouTube channel Litchfield's Lifestyles for more video content. Now don't forget I've got a map of the walking tour which features many of the destinations covered and also a lot more than that which you can download from the description area or of course you can visit the YouTube channel and download the map from there. That's it from me. Thanks for listening.